Good morning. This is Pastor Bill Gay at Solid Rock Bible Church here in Reno. Uh, just find this message on Spotify. It's a free app on your uh, apps, and uh, it's through Facebook. And it's free. All kinds of different things. So if you haven't downloaded it or and you can do this. Uh, today, this morning, I want to bring you a message. I've entitled this message as a thief in the night. Now, you know that uh, this message as a thief in the night is really a warning. And that is what Jesus Christ is doing. He has given us a warning that he is coming back for his church. He is coming back for us. And I'm going to start out here with a scripture. It's uh, Matthew chapter 24, verses 6 through 8. And he gives us a little information here. He says, And you shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you not be troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilence and earthquakes in various places. All these things are the beginning of sorrow. And then later on in this very same chapter, just a little further in there, in uh, uh, Matthew 24, 21 through 22, Jesus said, For then shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time. No, nor shall ever be again. And except if it were not those days, except if not those days be shortened, there would no flesh be able to survive. But for the elect's sake, these days have been shortened. You know, the Bible teaches us that one day there will be a terrible period known as the Great Tribulation. The word tribulation, have you ever just thought about tribulation and kind of what it means? Tribulation means trouble, affliction, anger, heartbreak. It's just the terrible things that happen to us in our life. But this tribulation period now is going to last for a period of seven years, and it will be a time like the world has never seen or will never see again. It'll be a great time of pain and sorrow for those who are still left here on this earth. Jesus said if God had not put a limit on how long this period would last, no one would survive. And many are asking the question, and I think, I think that's probably all on all of our minds. When will all of this happen? When's it going to happen? When's it going to take place? Well, then Jesus told us again in Mark chapter 13, verse 32 through 33. But if that day and hour knows no man, no, not the angels which are in heaven, neither the Son, but the Father only, take you warning, Watch and pray, for you know not when the time is. And then I put in another here about the thief in the night, a scripture. And I want to I want to share that with you right fast, and we'll go on. But Matthew 24, 42, 44, he talks about this thief in the night. He said, Watch therefore, for you know not what hour your Lord does come. No, we do not know that when he's coming back. But but know this, that if the man of the house had known in what hour 
or what time the thief would come, he would have watched and he would not have allowed his house to be broken up. If this man knew when, when the thief was coming, he would have been ready. Jesus is telling us, be ready because you know not the hour when I will come for you. Therefore, you also be ready for in such an hour as you think not, the Son of Man will come. Jesus is going to come when we're least expecting him. But, you know, the, really the only thing we can do is constantly be ready for the second coming of Jesus Christ when he comes back to rapture out his church. You know, there are many signs that are given to us in Scripture about this time. But no one knows the exact day or time when Christ will return. And then, when he returns, the tribulation period will begin. The Bible teaches us two important things about Christ's second coming. First, it will be suddenly. All of a sudden, Jesus compared it, matter of fact, to be like a flash of lightning. Paul said that it will happen in the twinkling of an eye. 1 Corinthians 15, 52 says, In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye at the last trump. For the trump shall sound, the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. And many people say, how fast is the twinkle of an eye? What do you mean a twinkle of an eye? A twinkle of an eye, a twinkle of an eye is only a blink. When you blink your eye, that is a twinkle. That is how fast that the rapture is going to take place. And second, it is going to be unexpected. You're not going to know when it's going to happen. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 37 through 39, but as the days of Noah were, so shall also be the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage. See, that's happening right now. Nothing has changed until the day that Noah entered the ark and knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So shall the coming of the Son of Man be. All thing we can do is be ready. You know, and the Bible tells us something. It said, you know, the, the Bible told us that, that Noah was a preacher of righteousness. And so no doubt, I feel like Noah tried to warn his family, friends, and others of the, of the flood that was coming. You know, God said it was coming. And if God says something's coming, you better get ready because it is coming. It is going to happen. But unfortunately for these people, they did not listen to Noah because they all perished. A lot of people don't believe in a rapture. They say a rapture's not going to happen. They don't believe it. They're not believing that God's coming back. Many people don't believe in Jesus. You know, that's going to be a sad time when the judgment day comes. And Jesus has to look at you and say, Depart from me, you workers of iniquity, for I never knew you. And at that moment, you're cast into the pit of hell. You know, but only Noah and his family were saved from the devastation of the flood, and everyone else was destroyed. You know, only eight people survived the flood. Noah, his wife, his three sons, and their wife. If anybody ask, ever asks you what a few is, it's eight. That's what the Bible said. A few survived, and it was eight people. You know, and I know you've probably seen them too. 
I've seen pictures where artists have tried to show the horror that came on all the people once they realized it was too late. You know, one of the paintings I saw showed men and women struggling, trying to stay afloat in that water, holding on to floating debris and stuff that was coming by. And there was another painting that showed the people banging on the side of the ark, pleading with Noah to let, let us in. Can you imagine just hearing that, beating on the side of that ark, Noah, let us in, Noah, let us in. You know, I know Noah's heart probably had to be breaking. But you know, something else. God shut that door on the ark, and only God could open that door. They had their opportunity, and they did nothing but laugh at Noah. Many people are laughing and scoffing today, just like what the Bible says they're going to do about Jesus Christ and the second coming. But there will be a day when, when they're going to look back at their lives and wonder, why did I not believe? Why did I not believe? But you know, there was no help for these people. There was no rescue. There was no deliverance. The judgment of the flood came just as God said it was going to come. And now, it's too late. Just as the judgment seat of God, the great white throne judgment, at that point, it's too late. It's too late. You're going to have to be right with God at that point or we're cast into the pit of hell. And so this is the way it's going to be at the coming of Jesus. Jesus said, Just as men ignored the preaching of Noah and kept living on in sin without any regard for the Lord's return, so it will be when Jesus comes again. You know, it's, that, that is going to be so heartbreaking. So let me ask you a question. Are you ready? Do you believe God's word? Or will you be like those that perished in the flood? because of your unbelief. I think most Christians truly believe the Word of God. They have learned that if God says something, that is what it's going to be. God says He's coming back. He is coming back. He's coming back for His church to pull them out of here before that rapture takes place. You know, we are not going to suffer and go through the trials and the tribulation and everything of that rapture. We've been faithful to God, serving Him, worshiping Him, loving Him. And He said that as, as long as we kept our walk with Him, our faith in Him, that uh, He would not mark us out of the book of life. No, God is going to take His church. He's going to take His faithful church into heaven while all this tribulation and trials and things are going on on earth. If you have accepted the Lord Jesus Christ, you will not be here to go through this. But if you have not accepted the Lord Jesus Christ, you will go through it. And uh, just, even if you have to go through it, I hope you will remain or be faithful to Christ because during the tribulation still, can be saved. You can be saved if you do not bow down to the Antichrist, if you do not take it the mark of the beast, and if you do not worship him. But if you do any of these three things, bow down to him, worship him, and serve him, and declare him as your God, there is no hope. Are you 
ready for the rapture of the church. If he comes back right now, what about you? What about your family? Have you and your family sat down and talked about the rapture? Do you know what to expect? Because it's going to happen. It's going to happen in a blink of an eye. It's going to happen suddenly. So the only thing we can do is be ready right now. I just pray that God's church is ready. If we're not, we will remain through the rapture. We have to be ready. We have to have Jesus Christ living in our heart, believe in him. We have to believe that he is the son of God, that he arose from the dead on that third day. You know, Christ's love for us was so great that he came and he died for our sins. He took his righteousness on that cross and traded us his righteousness for our sin. He gave us his righteousness and he took our sin. Have you accepted Jesus Christ into your life today? Do you know him personally? If not, I pray that as times are getting closer and closer, as we look in our times and things going on today, we see a lot of disruptions. We see wars, rumors of wars. We just see everything that, that Jesus said was going to happen, happening. I pray that you're listening and that you're ready Jesus Christ comes back. If not, would you pray this prayer with me? Father God, I know I'm not perfect, but Lord, you are. And I come before you this day asking you to forgive me of my sins, to come into my life to be my Lord and to be my Savior. Lord, I receive you into my life. Lord, I believe you're the Son of God. I believe you died on that cross, and I believe you arose the third day. And, Lord, I know that's what's going to happen to me by my faith in you. So, Lord, I'm asking you to come into my life, to guide my life. Lord, and just let me serve you. Lord, I pray for my family. I pray, Lord, that you will come into our house and that you will visit with us here. Lord, let us feel your presence. Thank you, Lord, for all you've done. And, Lord, I'm one of those people who your word said in Romans 10, 13, for whomsoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Lord, I'm one of those whomsoever. We all are. He will not refuse you if you believe in your heart. He will accept you. He'll put you under his wings. He'll put his hedge of protection around you and he'll walk with you. Your life will be totally changed for you shall become a child of God. If you've prayed this prayer, you're now a child of God. You're now saved. Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. I want to thank you today for listening, for being here, and I'll see you next week. Thank you so much, and may God bless each and every one of you. Until, the, until next week, y'all have a blessed day, blessed week, and God bless you.